Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Learning with Linda. Today we're talking all things dyslexia. So without wasting any time, let's hop right into it. What is dyslexia? Dyslexia is a language learning disorder that involves difficulty reading due to problems identifying alphabet sounds and learning how letters relate to each other and how they form words. This is called decoding. Dyslexia is often called a reading disability and studies show that dyslexia affects areas of the brain that process language. Research has also shown that dyslexia happens because of the way the brain processes information. And brain imaging shows that when people with dyslexia read, they use different parts of the brain than people without dyslexia. These pictures have also shown that the brains of people with dyslexia don't work efficiently during reading. So that's why reading seems like such slow and laborious hard work. Dyslexia is not a disease. It is a condition that a person is born with and it often runs in families. Contrary to popular belief, people with dyslexia are not stupid or lazy. Most are likely to have an above average or average intelligence and they work very hard to overcome their learning problems. So you're probably wondering what happens when a person has dyslexia. Most people think that dyslexia causes people to reverse letters and sounds and numbers or see things backwards such as seeing B as P or D as Q or even U as N. But reversals are normal and happen as a part of development. The main problem in dyslexia is trouble recognizing phonemes. What are phonemes, you ask? Well, phonemes are the basic sounds of speech. For example, the M sound in mat is a phoneme. So for most people with dyslexia, it is a struggle to make the connection between the sound and the letter symbol and to blend the sounds into actual words. So we have the alphabet A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z, right? Those are the alphabet names. The alphabet sounds A, B, K, D, F, G, I. So people with dyslexia struggle to make the relation between the letter symbol and the sounds and then further to blend the sounds into actual words. This makes it hard to recognize short familiar words or to sound out longer words. It takes a lot of time for a person with dyslexia to sound out a word because the word reading actually takes more time and focus so the meaning of the word is often lost and the reading comprehension is poorer. It's not surprising then that people with dyslexia have trouble spelling. They might also have trouble expressing themselves in writing and even in speech. Dyslexia is a language processing disorder, so it can affect all forms of language, spoken or written, and it is not limited to reading. Some people have milder forms of dyslexia, so they may have less trouble in these other areas of spoken and written language. Other people work around their dyslexia, but it takes a lot of work and effort. Unfortunately, dyslexia isn't something that goes away on its own or that a person cannot grow. But fortunately, with proper help, most people with dyslexia do actually learn to read. So now that we know what dyslexia is, let's look at its symptoms. Symptoms of dyslexia can be difficult to recognize before a child enters school, but some early clues may indicate that there might be a problem. Once a child reaches school-going age, the child's teacher may be the first to notice a problem 
and the severity varies, but the condition often becomes more apparent as a child starts learning to read. I'm going to divide the symptoms into three different categories, which are signs of dyslexia in early years, signs of dyslexia in school-going age, and signs of dyslexia in teens and adults. So what to look out for in small children? If a child has a delayed speech, which is late talking, if they have trouble learning new words or they learn new words slowly, which is language acquisition problems, if they exhibit problems with forming words correctly, such as reversing sounds and words, or confusing words that sound alike. They might also have problems remembering or naming letters, numbers, and colors in preschool. They might also have difficulty learning nursery rhymes or remembering nursery rhymes like Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, or just playing rhyming games. Now for the signs of dyslexia in school-going children. Once a child is in school, dyslexia signs and symptoms may become more visible. These include reading well below the expected level for their age. So you'll find a grade five child reading at a grade two level. They'll also have problems processing and understanding what they hear. And this may often seem as being confused or misunderstanding what is being said to them. They might also find difficulty in finding the right words or forming answers to questions, but they may show visible signs of comprehension, but lack the vocabulary to answer. Some of these problems are remembering the sequence of things, so they would often have difficulty retelling events in the order of action or difficulty seeing and occasionally hearing similarities and differences in letters and words. For example, understanding that C and K both make the same sound but look different. They might also have an inability to sound out the pronunciation of an unfamiliar word and find spelling really difficult also spending an unusually long time completing tasks that involve reading or writing and one of the extreme cases is when children avoid activities that involve reading altogether. The signs of dyslexia in teens and adults are very similar to those in children. So they would have difficulty reading and they would avoid reading aloud. They would find reading and writing slow and labor intensive. They would also have problems spelling because spelling requires an ability to decode words, which is basically knowing what a sound what sound a letter makes. For example, the letter C makes the sound K, and they also struggle with blending letters together to form words. For example, cat, cat forms the word cat, or segmenting words, which is breaking words apart, such as cat, cat. That's cat. Avoiding activities that involve reading, they can also mispronounce names or words or problems retrieving words from their memory. They might also have trouble understanding jokes or expressions that have meaning that are not easily understood from the specific words. So I'm going to tell you a story about the one time in my class where one of my kids approached me and was like, ma'am, may I please write on your board? So I didn't have a problem with that. I was like, yeah, go ahead. And oh, I said, knock yourself out. And then obviously that means go ahead. But guess what I turned around to? I turned around to a child banging his head against the wall because I said he should knock himself out. All right. 
They'd also have spending that also have trouble spending an unusually long time completing tasks that involve reading or writing. They might have difficulty summarizing stories, trouble learning foreign languages, difficulty memorizing things, and just simple difficulty in doing math problems that require reading. Please be aware that having just one of these problems doesn't mean that a person definitely has dyslexia, but someone who shows a few of these signs should be assessed by a trained professional. Upon referral, a physical exam, including hearing and vision tests, will be done to rule out any medical problems. Then, an educational psychologist or learning specialist should give several standardized tests to measure language reading, spelling, and writing abilities. Some people with dyslexia have trouble in their school skills, in other school skills like handwriting and math, or they may have trouble paying attention or remembering things. If this is the case, other kinds of testing might need to be done. Now that we're here, you're probably wondering, what causes dyslexia? Well, dyslexia tends to run in families. It is genetic and it appears to be linked to certain genes that affect how the brain processes reading and language. There are also other risk factors that are in the environment, which include a family history of dyslexia or other learning disabilities, a premature birth or kids that are born below average birth weight. You might also have kids who have dyslexia from being exposed during pregnancy to nicotine, drugs, alcohol and infections that may alter the brain development in the fetus. And then you'll also have individual differences in the parts of the brain that enable reading, which might cause dyslexia. Dyslexia, if left undiagnosed, can lead to a number of problems. These include trouble learning. Because reading is a skill to most other school subjects, a child with dyslexia is at a disadvantage in most classes and may have trouble keeping up with their peers. They also might have social problems, which if left untreated, Dyslexia may lead to low self-esteem, behavior problems, anxiety, aggression, withdrawal from friends, parents, and teachers. Children might also have problems when they grow up as adults because the inability to read and comprehend can prevent a child from reaching his or her potential as they grow up. This can have long-term educational, social, and economic consequences. I think it is also imperative that we're also aware that these diagnoses are fairly new in black communities. So I'm going to tell you a story about a 13-year-old girl who I met two years ago. She was in a mainstream school and was struggling to read and write. She was then referred to a remedial school, which is a school that I worked at. And upon her arrival, her parents had made sure to let me know that the young girl had an ancestral calling and that her ancestors often troubled her when she was in class. Within two weeks of working with her, I realized that she didn't know any alphabets or recognize the sounds that they made. She also struggled to copy any work or to read. What worried me the most was that she couldn't even write her own name. Well, she sometimes could jumble up the letters but hardly ever got it right. This girl was 13 and had somehow slipped through the cracks of the education system. So at first, I gave her the grade 1 readers to test her ability. And she genuinely struggled, often looking at the pictures for clues as to what the book is about and never sounding out any of the words. I then asked her to copy a few words for me and she would blink profusely, often losing her place and copying the words letter by letter. 
I then asked her to tell me what she sees and she said that the letters were swimming around and kept on moving. I asked her to write what she thought she saw and I was shocked at the scribbles that she gave me. I realized then what was wrong and I started her on a basic alphabet and letter recognition exercise plan. These were very tedious but had to be done. I referred her with a list of observations that I had made to a dyslexia specialist who assessed her and indeed she was diagnosed with dyslexia. Accommodations were made and she had a scribe and extra time for all her classroom tasks, assessments and a different set of homework specialized to her needs and development. She was in fact a very intelligent girl. And at the end of that year, her mom was shocked at her child's progress and the fact that she had not had even one ancestral episode in class or at school. I had to explain to her that I do not necessarily refute that her child might have a calling, but it happening in class might have been a way of the child escaping the frustrations that she faced in that immediate environment. The little girl knew that if she had an episode, then she would be taken to the sick room or even her parents called to take her home and not to have been subjected to the classroom frustrations where her peers were excelling and she was obviously struggling. Her parents didn't know any better though, but with the right information, their child was given a better chance at learning. By the end of that year, that young girl could read, even though it was at a lower level for her age, but she had made sufficient, sufficient progress. Emotional support is very important because people with dyslexia often get frustrated and no matter how hard they try they can't seem to keep up with their others with the other students they might also feel that they're not as smart as their peers and may cover it up by acting up in class or being the class clown they might even try to get other students to do their work for them which is something that we often see they may also pretend that they don't care about their marks or that they just think school is dumb but there's hope People with dyslexia can become doctors, politicians, corporate executives, actors, musicians, artists, teachers, inventors, entrepreneurs, or whatever else they choose to be. Many famous people with dyslexia have very successful careers in these and other fields, despite having had reading struggles in school. I trust that this information encourages you to look out for certain signs in children to get them the help they need. And I hope this episode has been informative and I'm looking forward to the next episode where we'll be discussing another language linked disability called dysphasia.